This is Over the Ledge. On 98.1 WQAQ. Welcome everyone to another episode of Over the Ledge. I am your host, Connor Kowar, alongside me, my co-host, Cameron Lavasser. Um, we actually have Jack Harlow on the Skype call right now to be posted to Spotify uh, in this call. So Jack Harlow, thank you. We also have TJ Martin Uke, um, you know, he's a friend of ours, and Kenny Sprott uh, joining us today. So guys, thank you for joining us. Brilliant pronunciations there, Connor. Thank you. I think I got them all correct. Let's hope How's everyone did. doing? Guys, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So thank you guys for being here. Uh, we're just going to, Cameron and I, we're just going to turn it over real quick to ourselves. We're going to do our last week records, and then we're going to get into our last week of the regular season for NFL. We're going to into our predictions for that. And then we will, you know, get into the meat of our episode this week. You guys cool with that? Uh, do we want our guests to introduce themselves? Oh, yeah. That might, that might be a good idea. Uh, guys, you want to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, Carlo, you can go first, and then we'll go to Thomas and then Kenny. So uh, my name is Jack Barlow. I go to the University of Pittsburgh, and I'm a freshman there studying politics and philosophy. Um, I'm really into pit football. They did really well this year. Not really sure who I affiliate with in the NFL yet because the Giants suck. I was raised a Giants fan, but Steelers are just a bit better, so I may associate myself with them since I'm in Pittsburgh and the Happy to be here. So, move Smart on. Man. Smart man. <laughs> uh, I'm TJ. I go to Sacred Heart University down in Fairfield, Connecticut. Uh, I'm a freshman there. So I'm double majoring in sport management and management. And uh, I'm a Patriots fan because I'm from Massachusetts. My name's Kenny. I play baseball at a small school in New Hampshire. And uh, I'm majoring in business and I'm a big Steeler fan. Let's go. Smart, another smart man. It's another smart man. So, uh, Cameron, do you want to get into our Week 17 records, and then we'll all of us will collaborate on who we think we're going to win for the last week of regular season? Yeah. Actually, first, I would like to ask the question that I ask every guest that comes on the show, and that yes. is, yes, why is do you deserve to be on here? <laughs> I was asked to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do, you think do you think you deserve to be on the show? I don't know. I think I just made the cut, honestly. <laughs> just made the cut. Sweet. I mean, I deserve to be on because my predictions are going to go undefeated this week. <laughs> oh, okay. So we got, we got a bold prediction even before we start him. All right. All right. All right. Speaking of predictions, how'd you do this week, Connor? Well, my predictions were quite well this week. Uh, coming into the week, I was 112, 75, and 1. Uh, this, and then week 17, I was 12 and 3, which is pretty good. I think that's the best record I've had this season. And then my overall record is 124, 78, and 1. How about you? Did you say above 500 this week? Cameron, what is going on? Uh, somebody's watching TikToks in the background here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you check 500 this week? Yeah, I went 12 and 2. I'm not sure where you got the extra game from. That's a great question. Let me look at our uh, statisticians email. 
and we got. <laughs> he has you at ten and four. He clocked you at ten and four there, bro. You clocked me at ten and four. Yeah. Sorry to tell you. All right, I guess I went ten and four this week. <laughs> I swear. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Ten and four. Yeah, I had my best week of the season this week. Definitely. I'm now 111.94-1. Hey, welcome to the 100. Welcome to the century, Mark. Uh, and, you know, it's honest work. <laughs> so I was 122 and... Oh, gosh. 479. All right. Now let's get into the our Week 18 predictions. Um, guys, we're going to start with... We'll kind of like work our way around. So I'll start and then we'll go to Cameron. Then we'll go TJ, Kenny, and Jack. And then on the next pick, we'll go like a little snake draft, you know? All right. Sounds good. Sweet. So first game, it's actually on a Saturday this week for week 18. Uh, the Chiefs are going against the Broncos. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty easy pick for me. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to beat up on the Broncos in the last week. Uh, I don't think they're going to be sitting any of their players. So I'm expecting them to the Chiefs to dominate against the Broncos. Cameron? Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. When you said the order we were going in, I was completely not paying attention. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. You know, they had they had kind of a heartbreaker against the Bengals this week, but I feel like they're going to bounce back and have a strong week going into the playoffs. And the Broncos might have one of the worst offenses in the league. So, TJ, who's your pick? Uh, I'm also going to go with the Chiefs because, you know, Chiefs offense, they like you said, they're probably not going to set anyone because they're still fighting for that top seed. They can still lose that. Um, and especially if Tim Patrick's out, still out this week, Broncos just have zero chance. Uh, probably going to go with the Chiefs too. I made a slight score prediction. I said Chiefs 35, Broncos 21. Oh, so you did more You did more prep work than we did. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I did some I did a little bit of predicting like Googling stuff and just examining what their offense was like. I think the Chiefs Chiefs are really strong this year, so Yeah, for sure. All right, Kenny, who do you got for this pick? Yeah, Chiefs easy pick this easy. week. Broncos have no chance. Yeah. All right. Uh moving over to the second Saturday game. The Eagles going up against the Cowboys in the final game of the season. Both teams clinched the playoffs. Uh Kenny, we'll start with you and then we'll just go backwards. I think Cowboys will win this game, but it'll be closer than expected, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with Kenny there, honestly. It's going to be very close, but I think the Cowboys are going to clinch it by a couple points. I also agree. The Eagles are definitely picking it up at the end of the season, but um, I think the Cowboys are still going to edge them out, with, especially with uh, Mari Cooper, Dak Prescott connection. Awesome. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Cowboys. I mean, it's a similar situation where they also lost like in a heartbreak fashion this week. So I feel like they're going to come with playing with more heart, even if it is the last week of the season. Just, you know, get that momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah, I am going. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys as well, you know, for all the, all the reasons you guys all mentioned. Uh, so I don't have to repeat myself. I mean, Cowboys, the Eagles are good, but the Cowboys are just a little bit better. Both will be facing off in the NFC playoffs. Not exactly sure where yet, but they will be. So uh, moving over to our Sunday early games, we got an AFC North matchup. The Bengals, the kings of the AFC North this season, going up against the Browns. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bengals to win. You know, the um, absolutely 
made it competitive with the Chiefs last week, and I expect them to beat up on the Browns, who are already eliminated from the uh, playoffs this season. Yeah, Joe Burrow is the undisputed king of the AFC North now. So I think I think they're going to run through the Browns this week, who have already been eliminated. Yeah, I wouldn't say undisputed. I wouldn't say undisputed quite yet, but uh, hey. Who's, who's your king? Who's your king? Well, you know, I'm, you know I'm going to be biased and say the Steelers, but I won't say the quarterback because we all know what kind of kind of Steelers are had. So uh, we'll just keep moving. We'll just keep moving. TJ, who you got? Um, I'm going to take the Bengals. You know, Jamar Chase getting me 55 points in fantasy last week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to take the Bengals. Joe Burrow's looking greater than ever. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Bengals as well, but I think it'll actually be closer than most expect because I th- think the Browns won the last time they played, didn't they? It was by a lot, too. It's like during November. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think the two are really going to compete. It should be close, but I think the Bengals will still come out victorious. I agree with the Bengals. Joe Burrow did come up uh, one of the last plays of the game shaken there against the Chiefs, but I don't think that will really – Affecting too much like that one. Yeah, if you saw his what was it, his pinky two weeks ago, it was like you know, huge. So that doesn't injuries don't seem to bother him going week to week. So all right, boys, moving on to the Packers and Lions. You know, the Packers have clinched the NFC North, so it's kind of just a wash game against the Lions. Um, Kenny, we'll start with you. What do you got? Yeah, they already clinched. I think the Packers also clinched the one seed. So I don't know if they're benching players, but either way, Jordan Love, I don't care who's quarterback, Packers will win that game. Yeah, I think that's very much a Packers game. <laughs> Lions aren't the uh, best this year, but that'd be great to see if they could even get close, honestly. That'd be nice. I'm going to have to agree. I think the Packers are going to run away with it regardless of who they sit slash play. Yeah, that's... Uh, as much as much as I want to pick the Lions for like the ninth consecutive week, I I think I'm gonna have to go with the Packers because I think that roster is too deep to, to lose to this team regardless. Yeah, the um, I'm gonna go with the Packers as well. Uh, you know, for the exact same reason Cameron you'd mentioned, they're just so deep compared to the Lions. You know, the Lions are the Lions. They're gonna be the Lions. So I'm gonna go with the Packers that week. This coming week, and um, sticking in the NFC North, the Bears going up against the Vikings in Minnesota. Uh, I'll go first, and I'm going to pick the Bears in this matchup. You know, they played pretty well last week against the Giants. Yeah, against the Giants last week. So, you know, I'm expecting them. I mean, it is the Bears, so anything's possible to beat the Vikings, but who knows at this point. I mean, yeah, like you said, it is the Bears, so – Really, anything is possible here, but I'm I'm gonna go with the Vikings. They've had kind of an up and down season, and this is one of those kind of toss up games where neither team is really playing for much other than pride. But I just kind of feel like the Vikings are gonna take this one. I am also going to take the Vikings because I feel like the Bears secondary just can't keep up with Justin Jefferson, and I feel like Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are really just gonna uh, do a lot of work to the Bears defense there, and the Bears offense just. Really can't get anything going, it seems, as of late. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with the Vikings here, but it's going to be extremely close. 
like literally a two point difference. Honestly, I think the teams are relatively even. So, yeah, I don't know what the quarterback situation is like in Minnesota. I don't really know. Kirk Cousins is back this week, or I don't even know what happened. They watched that game. Um, but I think the Bears are going to edge this one out. I like David Montgomery a lot. So, I'm going to take the Bears. Awesome. Good pick. So, moving over to the NFC East, the Washington football team going up against the New York Giants at Gillette. Nope, not Gillette Stadium. My goodness. In uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey. My gosh. Uh, Kenny, we'll start with you. Who do you got? I got Washington with this one. Giants just look horrendous, no matter who's that quarterback, whether it's Brown or Glennon. It's just... They don't look like they're good at all. Fair point. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Washington football team here as well. I mean, the Giants just <laughs> they need to get their act together this year. Especially this offseason, they're going to have to, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to agree with the, uh, Gi- uh, with the Washington football team taking it. The Giants, at this point, are really just fighting for a draft pick. Yeah, I mean, this is, again, this is kind of one of those toss-up games where it doesn't really matter in the end, considering it's the last week of the season. But I would go with the football team just because they've been the better all-around team all season. Giants have really stunk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with, like all you guys pick, I'm going to pick the football team to win. Uh, it's They're playing decent, but the Giants are playing worse. So I'm going to have to go with the football team. Uh, moving over to the AFC, the Colts going up against the Jaguars. Um, I know in my heart of hearts, I want the Jaguars to win, but, you know, because the Steelers would make the playoffs. But I'm going to have to pick the Colts in this game. So, you know, they're they're getting all their offensive linemen back finally from the COVID list. And, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor is a very good conversation with the MVP this season. So, Yeah, I'd, I'd say if you pick the Jaguars in this game, you're borderline an idiot. After getting 50 bombed by the Patriots, Trevor Lawrence looks like a borderline bust. Yeah, didn't he throw like, didn't he not throw like a single touchdown? No, he threw a touchdown, but he hadn't in like 180 pass attempts before that. Oh boy, that's pain. Yeah, I'm going to hop on top of that and say that Trevor Lawrence only had, I think it was four interceptions and 11 pass attempts at one point in the game. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Colts. Because they just the Jaguars again are fighting for that draft pick. At this point, yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts probably by double digits. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars because Pittsburgh Steelers are making the playoffs. All right, you're a better man than I am, Kenny, <laughs> for picking the Jaguars. All right, moving into the moving into the Steelers and Ravens game, you know, um, in all seriousness, I think the Steelers are going to win. Uh, the Ravens have haven't gotten anyone back from injury as of recent that have, of some importance. Uh, I don't know if Lamar Jackson's playing or not, but nonetheless, he's played fairly bad. So, uh, oh wait, I shouldn't have gone first. It was Kenny's pick. My, my apologies. Well, I guess I'll just I guess I'll go. Okay, I'll just yeah. go then. Kenny, I'll let you- <laughs> I mean, as much as the signs are kind of pointing towards a Steelers win, I have a strong dislike of the Steelers specifically because of you. So I am picking the Ravens for that reason. Whatever. Yeah, it is. Uh, I will also go with the Ravens solely because I think 
Mr. Ben Roethlisberger just cannot get it done at this point in the game. It's going to be cold. It's going to be, like, not ideal conditions for his age. And I know we we are aware that some other quarterbacks in this league can perform at an elite level at a high age. I'm not going to name names, but, yeah, I'm just going to go with the Ravens on this one. Honestly, I think I sort of want to go with the Steelers by a slight margin. I think some adrenaline's going to be running through Big Ben's veins for that last game. He's going to throw some dimes, so it's going to be very narrow, though. The teams always compete, so. Yeah, it's always a low-scoring game with those two teams. Yeah, sure. yeah I mean, if I'm picking the Jaguars, I have to pick Steelers, so. <laughs> Steelers, once again. Pretty simple pick. All right. So, Kenny, I'll let you go first for this next game. The Titans against the Texans. Uh, let's see what you got. You know, I really like Davis Mills, but I'm going to take the Titans. I think they'll clinch that one seed. I think if they win, they get it. So, Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is easily the Titans, honestly. Um, I'm going to say that Davis Mills is going to pull out some magic just in the hope that the Titans lose and the Patriots are able to clinch the one seed. But, you know... Uh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Texans here because just out of sheer hope that they pull some out. Yeah, kind of like they did a few weeks ago against the Chargers. Anything yeah, like yeah. I like I like that optimism, but I think I think it's gonna be Titans by at least 25. I feel like the Texans have had their their big coming out party, and now they're going back into the whatever deep dark cave of sadness they've been in all season. Yeah, I'm also gonna I'm also gonna pick the Titans this week. You know, Derrick Henry has been out for the last few weeks, so they've kind of had to find more weapons, and I think they have. And I think with how poor the tight, Texans have been playing, uh, it'll be a pushover game in, in a sense. So uh, moving over to the evening games, the Saints going up against the Falcons. Uh, I have the Saints winning this game. You know, that defense has been playing extremely well, except especially when they play against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. But they're playing the Falcons this week, so uh, I'm going to pick – I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, I mean, like you said, their defense has been playing well, and they're playing the Falcons this week who don't have the most productive offense in the world. And also the Falcons are playing for nothing except to play spoiler, and the Saints are playing with their season on the line. So I think they're going to come out playing hard and take the win here. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to agree with Cameron. The Falcons really just are not not looking good this season, especially the Saints. Like, they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. And Alvin Kamara has been performing better uh, towards the end of the season. So I feel as poorly as the Falcons are performing and as big as the Saints are picking up, I'm going to take the Saints. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have more to play for. So I think they'll come up fighting and they'll get the win. Jack, did you hear? Did you make your pick? Did I hear that? Yeah, I, I just said the Saints are gonna get it. I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game, honestly. Like what you guys said about the uh, Saints' defense and such, Atlanta's offense. I think it's gonna be relatively low-scoring. So, gotcha. All right, moving on to the in an AFC East matchup, the uh, Jets going up against the Bills. Uh, Jack, I'll start with you, and then we'll go work our way around. Uh. It's going to be the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Jets are just, I mean, 
if the Jets could actually hold on to a lead, maybe <laughs> they'd have a slight chance. But after what happened with the Bucks, it was just. It's my turn. Sorry. Um. Yeah, definitely the Bills. Jets just have not been able to be productive whatsoever this season. And that's going to make for a very good battle atop the AFC East to find out who gets that first playoff spot. Yeah. I think it, I think it's an easy Bills win here. Is Kenny frozen? Looks like it. Oh. <laughs> okay, there he is. Did you make your the, the Bills Jets. Yeah. Did you make your pick? I don't think so, but I think Bills won this one easy. Okay. Yeah. All right, Cameron, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's an easy Bills win. I mean, the only real win that the Jets have had this season is making Antonio Brown <laughs> send them packing. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills as well. I mean, like Cameron said, it's the only win they had was making a player quit midway through the third quarter. So I'm going to go with the Bills for this game. Uh, it's a pretty simple pick. Moving over to the 49ers and Rams, uh, an NFC West matchup. I'm gonna I'm going to take the Rams in this game. Uh, they're not really playing for much, but more than just like what seed they're going to be in the playoffs. The 49ers, I think, are still in the playoff hunt. Are they? They are. Okay, yeah. So they're. I guess the 49ers are playing for more than the Rams are. So, but I'm still gonna pick the Rams to win this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Niners. They're they are playing for that playoff spot. They need to they need either to win or a Saints loss to get in. So I think like with the Saints, they're playing with the season on their line. And even though it's against such a tough team as the Rams, I think they're gonna pull this one out. I'm going to have to disagree with Cameron and go with the Rams because I think the 49ers just cannot get again their quarterback situation down. Jimmy G still needs some more experience, and even the Rams amid that drama that was going on with Jalen Ramsey and a couple of their teammates over there. I think that they're still going to be able to pull it out. They just have too many weapons on offense, especially with uh, Cooper Cup still in. Yeah, I think this one is definitely the Rams, but again, by a slim margin, both teams are relatively powerful. So, Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. They didn't look too great, especially in the first half um, against the Ravens, but I think they'll get it together before the playoffs and uh, win this one. Awesome. Moving over to Cameron and TJ's favorite game of the week, the Patriots going up against the Dolphins. Um, Kenny, we'll start with you and who you got. I think the Patriots will win this game. I think it'll be a close one. But, um, yeah, Patriots will pull it out. Had a good week last week. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Patriots, probably by like a seven-point difference max. Yeah, um, I mean, this game is scary every single year. Uh, if you guys recall, I think it was two years ago, Miami Miracle kind of put a sore, put a um, bad taste in all Patriots fans' mouths. But I do think the Patriots will come out on top, especially after uh, this past week's performance. Yeah, I think like most of you guys have said, it's going to be a close one, but I do think the Patriots are going to pull it out. The Dolphins are going to come in playing hard, like trying to play spoiler for the Patriots, like getting a higher seed, but... I think it's. I think they're going to pull it out in the end. Yeah, I'm going with the Patriots as well. You know, the Dolphins have won eight straight now, eight or nine games straight. They lost like. this week. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> they were on a winning streak, but then um, they lost this past week. And so I'm going to pick the Patriots to win, um, maybe clinching at one scene over the Chiefs, depending on where everything falls. But I'm going to pick the Patriots in this game. 
Uh, so we're moving over to the Seahawks against the Cardinals. Uh, I'm going to pick the Cardinals. They played better than they did two weeks ago, last week against the Cowboys. So I'm going to expect them to keep playing the same way they did yesterday in uh, Sunday's game and uh, have the Cardinals get the win. Yeah, I mean, I think it should be a pretty easy pick here. The Seahawks have been pretty dog all season. I kind of feel like the Cardinals are just finally, like, not finally, but I guess they'll have that, like, final statement win going into the playoffs. Yep, I agree. Cardinals having still trying to get that one seed. Seahawks just been in shambles all year, especially with that Russell Wilson injury. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go with the Cardinals here. They've been pretty good all season, so I don't see them cracking here. I'm going to go with the Cardinals also, but I do think it'll be a closer game. I like how the, I mean, obviously they played the Lions last week, but Seahawks look really good, but still picking the Cardinals. All right, moving on to the second-to-last game of the regular season, the Panthers going up against the Buccaneers. Uh, Kenny, we'll start with you. What you got? I think the Bucs will take care of this one pretty easily. I think they played just a couple weeks ago, and Bucks won by at least double digits. Um, they'll take care of it again this week. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay's got it pretty easily. I don't really see the Panthers coming back and winning this one. I agree. I especially even though the the Bucks have that drama with Antonio Brown, they still have Mike Evans and Tom Brady and Ronald Jones just to tear it up. And the Panthers defense, like Kenny said, just could not keep up a couple weeks ago. And I think I think the Bucks are going to run away with it. Yeah, the Panthers have kind of been a team in shambles all season, and I don't think two weeks ago they figured much out from that game and film or whatever. So I I feel like this is going to be a Bucks one handedly. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than you guys think because, you know, they have lost Chris Godwin with the torn ACL. Uh, Antonio Brown did whatever he did. Uh, so they have lost a few weapons, but I think the Buccaneers will still pull out and get the win against the Panthers. So Bucks win across the board. And then for the Sunday night game, the Chargers are playing against the Raiders. You know, I would love to pick the Chargers by a big win, but I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Um, you know, the Raiders have been kind of like the Broncos of the beginning of the season where they were more, we didn't really know what to think of them and they, what team would show up each week. So I think the Raiders are going to play not as well as they'd have in the weeks past and the Chargers are going to get the win. Yeah. I mean, as we've seen all season, the Raiders can play with any team. And I think they're, I think they're going to show up this weekend, but I also feel like the Chargers are going to come out playing harder. They're both playing for the playoff spot, but I think Justin Herbert's going to outduel Derek Carr and get the win here. I agree with Cameron. I believe the playoff spot is both of their teams, both of them to lose. I think it's still up for grabs, and if one of them loses, I think they lose that spot, if I am correct. And I agree that Justin Herbert is going to just kind of pull it out and take over the Raiders. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Chargers have got this one, but again, by a slim margin. And they've proven to be really good all season, so I would be very shocked if they gave it up to the Raiders this game. I didn't plan on taking the Raiders, but I am. I don't really know why, but I think the Raiders are going to win this one and make the playoffs. All right. All right, so there you have it, our week 18 predictions. 
uh, from Cameron and myself and the rest of the boys joining us. Now we're going to get into uh, some New Year's resolutions for all 32 teams. You know, this is probably going to be the meat of our episode. Um, so, guys, um, who who wants to start with the AFC East? Does anyone want to take a bat at it and we'll just work our way around? I guess I can start it off. Um, I mean, looking at the Bills, they kind of – they started off really strong and they've sort of dumbed it down. But they do have a three-game win streak coming up right now. But they kind of had, like, six losses. I think it was within, like, seven or eight weeks. So – I don't like they have to really fix their midseason form, uh, in my opinion. Are we doing all four teams or are we going like? Um, yeah, why don't we just do like all four teams and then we'll just slowly work our way down with each of us. Okay, uh, Patriots definitely need to improve that D-line, stop the run game. We definitely saw in that uh, game against the Colts, Jonathan Taylor ran all over the Patriots D-line and secondary for that. I think he had a 200-yard game if I'm – correct but yeah definitely need to improve that d-line more than anything the dolphins i think tua just needs more experience quite honestly they have jalen waddle they have a good weapon in him their running back core definitely isn't top tier but they can they have potential and i think tua just needs to get more experience make better decisions in general and uh the jets uh I don't even know where to start with the Jets, but um, I say get Zach Wilson out of there. He, uh, they might have faith with him to end that rookie contract, just kind of get him more experience, see if he can improve. But I, the and the Jets defensive like unit as a whole just needs to improve, in my opinion. Uh, right. so for the AFC East, I think the Bills need to fix their defense. <laughs> Their offense is relatively strong, but their defense, I mean, those, those six losses were not easy. So, um, Patriots, probably just to prioritize working around Mac Jones. I think that's the best way to fix up their offense and sturdy it. Uh, Dolphins, probably just work with two or more, like what TJ said. And, you know, just give them more experience. And I think he can really... Uh, help formulate a strong team and then the Jets <laughs> probably just to hold the sturdy lead and just not drop it <laughs> and uh, just be a better team <laughs> couldn't really say much of them yeah I'll, I'll go next yeah like kind of like what you said Jack you know the Bills got to fix their run defense more specifically and just their defense as a whole you know they have Micah Hyde, you know, I got players in the secondary, but I think the biggest part is fixing that front seven and that run defense. Uh, for the Patriots, just building around Mac Jones, you know, we've seen what he can do. He's absolutely played lights out a lot better than anyone saw coming, except obviously Bill Belichick, um, you know, get him maybe an, maybe drafted first round wide receiver in the, in the draft this year, you know, by – Science one in free agency, you know, do all those little things to build up the offense a little bit more. And then moving over to the Dolphins, you know, just got to, I think personally, they got to get uh, to a weapons. You know, we've seen how well he's played with great wide receivers and tight ends and running backs at Alabama. I mean, he, for 
he won a national championship as a freshman. So I think with more weapons around him, he'll feel more comfortable trying to slot it into guys and over the middle or wherever, wherever it may be. And then with the Jets, you know, you got to start somewhere. So maybe get a quality offensive lineman, like draft them in the draft. You know, Zach Wilson has been doing the best he can, which isn't, isn't great to begin with. So I think if we have, if they get an offensive lineman, that might be the good start to uh, keeping him even upright. Yeah, I guess I can go now. Um, for the Patriots, I think like a couple other guys said, they just need to keep building around Mac Jones. I think they definitely need to trade Nikhil Harry, see if they can get either another wide receiver for him, maybe a draft pick that they can draft a receiver with. And uh, for Buffalo, I said they'd, I don't know, like probably break more tables or something. I didn't. Uh, Miami Miami needs to find an O-line because they are they have debatably the worst O-line in the league. Um, and then the Jets, uh, I said they should, they should follow in the footsteps of Texas and Oklahoma and join the SEC. So you don't think the Jets are proven enough to be playing in the NFL? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with the Jets. I think they... They got a young team. I think if they make, they have, they'll have two top ten picks this year. If they make the most out of the draft, I think they can't miss on either of those picks. Um, then with the Patriots, I mean, they had two big losses against the Colts and the Bills. They'll obviously have a tough opponent in the playoffs, but I don't know if they could win, uh, make a nice run there. Be good. Um, then with the Bills, I mean, they obviously had a rough stretching a little in the middle of the season there. But I think they could compete with any team out there as long as they play. I mean, and they struggled against the Falcons too, but I think if they play their best games, they'll make a run. And for the Dolphins, I'd pair another receiver with Waddle in the draft. One of those top guys is a bunch of good ones. I'd get him another weapon. All right, so we'll go to the AFC North. Uh, if anyone wants to take a crack at it, first and if not i can just start um anyone want to go or no well i have a strong opinion about the steelers so i guess i'll start off okay all right let's hear it let's hear it (laughs) Uh, starting off with the Bengals. i mean their offense looks pretty good they're all um their offensive line pretty decent maybe some smaller tweaks to that i'd say definitely improve the defense um the chiefs being the Chiefs, I mean, granted, they are a very good offense, but they, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase really kept the Bengals in that game two days ago or yesterday, whenever it was. And I think the Bengals definitely need to focus on their defense this offseason. <laughs> the Steelers find a new quarterback. I mean, Big Ben, probably his last season, probably his last game coming up this Sunday. Um, I don't think Mason Rudolph can get it done um, as a franchise quarterback, especially, and find, like, new receivers. Chase Claypool just does not get it done. I think Deontay Johnson is more of a qualifier for a wide receiver one than Chase Claypool. Um, Yeah. And then the Ravens. I mean, with Lamar healthy, they are a very good team, but... I think they should improve their depth outside of their first line receiving core. I don't think that they're like have much skill in that department. Mark Andrews, I think leads the team in reception yards. So, I mean, they just got to kind of improve there and the Browns, 
I mean, Baker Mayfield's pretty good, but they need to improve their O-line, I think, because Baker Mayfield has taken a considerable number of sacks this season, I think. I think it's one of the most in the NFL, if I heard correctly the other day. And, uh, yeah, their defense is pretty solid. They have Denzel Ward, a couple solid rookies that just need experience. So I think improving the O-line for the Browns is definitely their main focus that should be taken for the offseason. All right, I'll 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 take over the reins next to the AFC North. Uh, starting with the Bengals, you know, we said it uh, going into last year's draft, everyone did anyway, that they need to draft an offensive lineman. And their players that they got this year on the offensive line have been decent, but I think they need to draft a, a good offensive lineman in the first round this year and not just draft another LSU wide receiver that Joe Burrow played with. Um, you know, moving over to the Browns, I think they need to get some healthy pass catchers, you know, uh, Jarvis Landry can't be doing it by himself at the in his late 20s, early 30s at this point. And then uh, for the Ravens, they just need to stay healthy. You know, um, whatever needs to happen in the trainer's room should happen because, you know, they I think they're like last year, San Francisco 49ers, where just everyone was getting injured and they are still playing well nonetheless. But I think they everyone needs to be healthy if they want to take the next step as a franchise. And then moving into my beloved Steelers, you know, I agree with TJ. I think they do need to move on from uh, Big Ben, whether it is finding a veteran QB in the offseason and drafting a quality quarterback, maybe Kenny Pickett. Who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I think that's the biggest area of cause for concern for the Steelers. You know, they've had a, they have a young offensive lineman, offensive line, but they just need to mesh better with some of the more experienced guys who play there as their backups, but probably moving on from big Ben, it pains me to say, but it seems like the best option moving into the off season. Yeah. I can kind of piggyback yeah. off that. Like you said, with Cincy, uh, they do need to build up their O-line more. I mean, Joe Burrow's been hurt, what, three, four times this season. So they need to do what they can to protect him and then obviously build the offense more around him. Um, with Baltimore, it's kind of the same thing. They really need to keep their quarterbacks healthy. They played second and third string guys the past, what, three, four weeks. And then uh, with Cleveland, I'd say that they don't give up on Baker just yet. This has been the toughest season of his career, but he hasn't had necessarily the bad season that the media has been painting him to have. I think they need to build more around him, give him more weapons, build up the O-line, and just let him play next season, maybe the season after, and see how he does. And then Pittsburgh, it's, yeah, pretty much the same thing as you guys said. They need to find a new quarterback. They ain't going to get it done with Ben anymore, even if he does stay. Yeah, I mean, I think Pittsburgh, they're easy. Just need to get a new quarterback. Obviously, Ben already said he's going to, he's done after this. I think Kenny Pickett, I mean, I've been watching him. I think he's the answer there. I like him a lot. Um but with the Ravens, I mean, they lost, I think, both star cornerbacks before the season even started. Obviously, Lamar's been down. they got to stay healthy. Um, for the Browns, I think it's not just one extra receiver. I think they need multiple receivers, pass catchers, whether they're tight ends, whatever, in there for depth. And then for the Browns, or for the Bengals, rather, I just keep protecting Joe Burr. I mean, you could see what they do when they're all healthy, all these guys. So I think more depth, more protection for him, and uh, they're solid. 
Yeah, I've got some resolutions. I mean, the Bengals, obviously, like you've guys said, protect Joe Burrow. He's just incredible. Uh, uh, the Browns, probably to get better wide receivers, maybe. I mean, like, their offense is pretty good, but I feel like they could definitely improve, especially as you've seen, they can show up against teams randomly. And, you know, I think with better receivers, they would just be an overall better team. And then Steelers, obviously, they need to let go of Big Ben. Uh, it's going to be tough, but they do need a younger quarterback because, like Connor said, they have a young offense. and They just need like-minded people. And um, for the Ravens, <laughs> honestly, I think this one needs, like, a conjoined – uh, call it packed with the Steelers. They need to like invest in some yoga studio or like marijuana store in front of Heinz Field because every single time those two fans collide, there's always tensions. I mean, I've seen videos like all over Twitter. There was one specifically this year where like this guy was disrupting this Ravens fan and she tossed it, her beer at him right in front of his son and his son started crying. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is. So typical of Pittsburgh and Baltimore. So I think for a New Year's resolution, the two should combine, find some way to have some peace before the game and, like, actually play civil football. <laughs> I think that's what you kind of get, you know, being the Ravens and Steelers in the AFC North. But it wouldn't be the worst idea to calm the tensions a little bit, I guess. Yeah, just the slightest bit, honestly. <laughs> All right, so moving into the AFC South, um, Jack, I guess we'll start with you since you went last. Uh, you, if you want to take over the your resolutions for each team. Yeah. So for the Titans, I'd say just work through training camp about like actually holding the ball. I think they have something like the second most turnovers in the NFL. Some ridiculous stat for such a good team. Um, for the Colts. I'd say probably feed Jonathan Taylor a little more. He's pretty talented. Uh, Texans, they need a dependable quarterback. I mean, I think that would really just improve their team overall. They seemed relatively strong, and then they just went downhill from there. So I think a dependable quarterback would help. And then the uh, Jaguars, just score a little more, <laughs> please. Like, just, just a bit more. <laughs> All right, I'll go over – I'll do the AFC South real quick. Um, starting with the Colts, you know, just keep feeding Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it's ridiculous how onto the scene he's come and, like, as the media has portrayed it. I know it's just happened over the last few weeks, but he's been doing it the entire season. So I feel like you just got to keep feeding him moving into the next season. Uh, going to the Jaguars, they, I don't know, need to find a head coach. I mean, that's always a good solution, but – not only just find a coach, but find the right head coach that fits the organization with the culture they're trying to build and whatever's going down on down there. Uh, for the Texans, they need to find a good quarterback, whether that's through the draft, investing in a veteran quarterback, trading for one or whatever it may be, but they need to find one and not David Mills or Tyrod Taylor. Although they are good, they just they wouldn't be the long-term solution for the Texans. And then for the Titans, like Jack said, you know, they got to value the football. I can confirm that, that you were right, Jack. They had like the second most turnovers of the entire season for as good as the team they are. 
still being able to clinch possibly the number one seed in the playoffs this year. So that's going to be the biggest thing moving into the next last few weeks of the season and into the off season, moving into the next. So, Yeah. I mean, I agree with most of those really. Um, the, with the Colts, I'd live and die with Jonathan Taylor. He's clearly, I mean, I think he's probably front runner offensive player of the year, at least there with Cooper cup. Um, then you got the Jags. Yeah, you need a head coach. You need, I mean, Urban Meyer destroyed an organization that was already destroyed. So he didn't help that situation. Um, with the Titans, I think they can make a run. Obviously, I don't know if they're getting Derek Henry back. I really don't know the situation with that for the playoffs. But if they get the one seed, I don't know. They're a good football team. Obviously, Steelers beat them. Steelers a little bit better. but um, And then... The Texans, yeah, I mean, obviously Deshaun Watson, he's top five quarterback in the NFL, but when you're not on the field, you're not on the field. So figure out that situation this year. Yeah, I mean, the tech for the Titans, it's really that you've seen how good of a team they've been all season, even without Derrick Henry for a large portion of the second half. So I think if if they can keep Derrick Henry healthy, then that team should be close to near impossible to beat. Um, and then for the Colts, I said that they need to stop catching COVID because that's really put a halt in their season several times. So I think um, with Houston, they need to find, like you guys said, find a stable quarterback. The The situation they have now is not really working out for them. And for Jacksonville, uh, I said they need to scrap the whole thing and just relocate to London. They do have uh, a winning record in London, I think. So it wouldn't be the worst idea. Yeah, um, for the Titans, um, now that they've lost Derrick Henry and had to find running back depth, I think they can definitely give Derrick Henry more of a break, especially at the start of next season, to sort of like let him really heal up. I don't, I don't remember how terribly his injury has affected him. I don't know if he's going to be out really that long. But he can definitely, they can definitely take the load off a little bit with Derrick Henry and have like a, use him as a third down running back maybe for the first two games. But for the Titans, I think that I'm going to go off on a limb and say Ryan Tannehill is the issue of that offense. And so, and I think that he is good, but he is not good enough to bring them all the way. I think that Julio needs to stay healthy and A.J. Brown just needs more experience. But Ryan Tannehill needs to be replaced. I think the defense is pretty solid, but I think overall Ryan Tannehill is the issue. Uh, for the Colts, I agree. Feed Jonathan Taylor. He is number one in fantasy running backs right now. He is absolutely going off. He found his groove. He had a kind of a quiet start this season, but he's just absolutely exploded going off. T.Y. Hilton, I think, just came back a couple weeks ago. Obviously, he's old, kind of on the... Uh, on the move out, but he can still be a weapon. And Carson Wentz is definitely looking much better than he did in Phil- right at the end of his tenure in Philadelphia. So I think I agree. Um, the Colts just need to feed Jonathan Taylor. The Texans, I mean, they didn't really do much better after they got rid of Bill O'Brien, but they have somewhat improved. Uh, I also agree they need to find a stable quarterback. Tyrod Taylor being injured definitely has not helped at all. Um, yeah, Kenny, I mean, 
Do they still have Kenny Stills? If they still have Kenny Stills, they have him. Uh, they have Brandon Cooks, one of the faster receivers in the league. And then they have David Johnson, who's also on his way out, but, I mean, still kind of stable. And then the Jaguars, uh, like was said, Urban Meyer kind of just putting salt in the wound of the Jaguars' declining organization. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, sort of an issue. He does not look good, not look as good as I think a lot of people were expecting him to. And that might be part of uh, the rest of the offense's fault. But, I mean, still, he has not looked as good as I think people were really hyping him up to be. All right, moving into our last uh, AFC division, the uh, AFC West. Um, I'll start, I guess, with the Chiefs. Um, you know, honestly, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, if, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, the Chiefs didn't start off the season as well as everyone expected them to, but they finally found it. And here they are fighting for the top seed once again, maybe even going to the third consecutive uh, Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes at the helm. Uh, for the Raiders, Probably gets Derek Kerr uh, some pass catchers, whether that maybe not a tight end because they already have Darren Waller, but some wide receivers. Uh, they already have a good slot receiver and Hunter Renfro, but I think they need to find a solidified number one. Um, for the Chargers, you know, va vanilla is still a good ice cream flavor. You know, uh, they they tend to uh, try to make, make things too creative at times and it costs them in the end. But I think at the end of the day, um, they need to, you know, stick to just playing football and not necessarily um, trying to mix things up too much. And then for the Broncos, invest in a quality QB. You know, you've had a lot of mediocre QBs, whether it's Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, or Trevor Simeon a few years ago. Like, I think they need to invest into a quarterback, whether that's a veteran or somewhere in the draft. But definitely find a, try to find a franchise quarterback for sure. Yeah, I mean – for the Chiefs, I'd say go out win another Super Bowl. They have the team to do it. Obviously, they have the best player in the world at quarterback. And like they, like that's your New Year's resolution to do it is win the Super Bowl. Um, for the Raiders, if things go bad in Green Bay, if Aaron Rodgers is out, something went wrong. Devontae Adams isn't staying. Go reunite Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. They put together in college. Get your number one wide receiver. Um. For the Chargers, yeah, I mean, they have a great young quarterback, Justin Herbert. I'd continue to build around him. And, oh, for the Broncos, yeah, I think you definitely – they have great weapons on offense. I think if you get the right quarterback um, to lead that team, I think that'll be good. Yeah, I think um, for the Chargers, they definitely need to figure out how to stop the run. I mean, you can't let Rex Burkhead run for like 150 yards on you and expect to win the game. Um, for the Raiders, they need to, they really just need to stay out of controversy. They're a good team and they put it together, but it seemed like, at least for the first half of the season, that they were always in the news for one thing or the other. Um, the Broncos, uh, I'd say they have one of the most uncreative offenses in the league, if not the most uncreative. So I think they need to fire Pat Schumer. And, and really go with a different guy there and see if they can bring more creativity to that lineup and maybe even bring in a new quarterback. And for the Chiefs, um, I mean, yeah, they've been, they've been playing good the second half, but I think if Patrick Mahomes is going to take his game to a different level, 
He has to get rid of all his, his distractions, and I think they should exile Jackson Mahomes from the city of Kansas City. Um, fair point. So for the uh, for the Chiefs, I guess just staying consistent is probably the best thing they can do, and just try to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Uh, Chargers, they need to just kick the field goals. I mean, they're two-point conversions. Sometimes they get a little too creative, like Connor said. Vanilla is the best ice cream flavor once in a while, so I think they need to just stop spicing it up and, uh, you know, chill out because they are a really good team. Uh, Raiders, honestly, just better receivers. Uh, They've got a good quarterback. They've got a solid team, just more creative receivers, I guess. I mean, not too much creativity, but better receivers overall would be nice. And then... uh, Broncos, less QB confusion, better QBs, less QBs, whatever. We don't need the two always switching out and, uh, you know, screwing the Broncos over. As we've seen this year, they're 7-9. and nine. So, yeah, just better QBs because they do have potential for a good offense. So, Yeah, like everyone's pretty much said for the Chiefs, just stay – uh, stay consistent. They really started off the season slow. I think they started off like one and four or something like that. Um, yeah, just stay consistent. Get Jackson Mahomes out of there and maybe improve like your corners, because Jamar Chase really like toasted. I think both of the both of their cornerbacks all game yesterday. So I'd say definitely improve your secondary. Um, Chargers, pretty much the same thing. Just keep it simple. Uh, don't try to do too much. And Justin Herbert can really get it done out there. As long as everyone stays healthy, I think they have a really good shot. Raiders, yeah, they really lost a pretty big weapon in Henry Ruggs early on in the season. They still held on. Their defense has done pretty good considering they're the Raiders. And, um, yeah, Derek Carr, I think Devontae Adams would be a very good option if he if it comes to it in the offseason. And then the Broncos, I mean, yeah, pretty much the quarterback situation. I think they need a full full coaching reset because the offense was very, very cut and dry with Peyton Manning there. And I think they were kind of trying to stick to that sort of uh, like system, just having a very cut and dry offense, not having any of the really top specialty receive, um, positions in the league. That's not really how they're going to get it done, as we've seen this season. All right, so we are going to stop uh, with the AFC, um, and we're going to continue next week with the NFC. Uh, we appreciate uh, TJ, Jack, and Kenny coming on to uh, over the ledge this week. Um, if To stay up to date with all things going on with our show, you can follow us on Instagram at Over the Ledge and on Twitter at Over the Ledge uh, as well. Um, next week, Cameron, we got a pretty big guest coming on, uh, the biggest probably yet. Um, so tune in next week until then, uh, enjoy this episode and we'll see you guys next week, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank any you. final words? Thank you. Any, yeah. Any final words for us? Let's go Steelers. Might have to agree there. Go Pats. Get that top seed. All right. So we got, looks like a little, sounds like it got a little controversy going on, but, uh, thank you guys again for tuning in and, uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you guys for coming on. Put your loving hand out, baby. Cause I'm baby.
Begging, begging you to put your loving hand.